I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. He leaves away. Australia are away. Sit back and enjoy the stroke play of Meg Lanning. This is excellent batting by Ash Gardner. Jonathan strikes again. She's on a hat-trick. She comes at Molyneux. Catch is taken by Perry. The Australian women's cricket team win their fifth T20 World Cup title in front of a magical crowd at the MCG. Hello and welcome to the Studio Cricket Podcast dedicated to the women's game. I'm Emily Collin. And I'm Laura Jolly. And on the show today we've got Sophie Molyneux, newly instated Victorian captain who we spoke to at the beautiful Junction Oval, which is looking a treat uh, on the cusp of the cricket season, which is rapidly approaching. So WNCL, a full home and away competition this year, gets underway on Friday, we've got two, two rounds before WBBL gets underway. Um, the Aussie players are available, which always means some blockbuster matchups. Uh, are we excited, LJ? I'm so excited. And it's getting underway in September again after yeah. two years with COVID delayed the season, wreaked havoc with it a bit. They're actually getting out playing cricket in September, yeah, which is everything's brilliant. Everything's normal. Everything's feeling normal. There's been no shock announcements that, you know, games are cancelled, games have to be moved. Everything's just been smooth and it feels like we're back to normal operating, which is a great feeling after two, yeah, pretty disrupted years there. Um, so we're going to try and pick the two finalists. Uh, last year we had Tasmania and the Scorpions battling it out in what was a, a really exciting final. Uh, this year, who do you reckon it's going to be, LJ? Can you pick two and, and can you pick a winner? Yeah, I, I don't think I, you can go past Tasmania again, purely because they've got so much talent in that squad, but they're also going to be really unaffected by... Yeah. Australian players most likely, Nicola Carey being the only Aussie contracted player and mm. likely the only one they'll lose. So I think they're in a really good position and I think as per usual, Queensland have a lot of depth, a lot of talent there. They will lose JJ and Grace mm. for about half the matches, particularly at the back end, but mm. I think they're also really well set up. Who do you think? Um, similar lines. I was also thinking Tasmania are probably going to be the side to beat again, mainly just because they've got that depth across the board. They're kind of covered from all bases. And, yeah, not having um, too many Aussie players flitting off to play in the green and gold, it does make a big difference and it kind of allows teams to build consistency. I think the Scorpions can can go close again. I think they've also got a lot of depth. Um, you know, Courtney Webb was unbelievable for them last season. So is Josie Dooley, and I think they've got a lot of, like, really um, capable domestic players that can step up. But I I think I'm picking the New South Wales Breakers to sneak back into the final. I think, they, yeah, they've missed out the last two seasons, um, which was probably a shock to everyone because they, like, never missed that final. But I think um, 
depending, like, it will be interesting to see if any of their young players, like likes of Hannah Darlington, Phoebe Litchfield, maybe they could get picked for um, international duty. But I think I think we're going to see a really good season from the Breakers, which is, yeah, it all gets underway on Friday. So remember, you can tune in to all the action live and free on cricket.com.au, which is a win for everyone. I think you can also watch on KO as well. Yeah, it is. So if you can't watch it live, you'll be able to catch up on KO, all the clips and highlights on cricket.com.au and the CA Live app. So plenty to get excited about. WNCL is back and also around the corner is WBBL. Um, The season, that season gets underway on the 13th of October up in Mackay. I think we've got a blockbuster round with all eight teams up in Mackay, which will which will be a lot of fun. Um, we've had some, there's some really exciting international names coming over um, as per as per usual. Um, but we've seen some, some new signings of late. LJ, who are you most excited to see? Maybe a newcomer that you'll be excited to see in the WBBL. Yeah, there's a few um, that we haven't seen before in the WBBL. I've got to say the one I'm most excited about is Sophie Eccleston. I think we've been waiting for years for her to come over and play in the WBBL and the Sixers are the lucky ones who've managed to sign her. So I think she's going to be immense to see how the world's top-ranked white ball bowler can go in the Big Bash. Yeah. Who is Who are you most excited about? Also very excited about Sophie Eccleston. I think it's going to be fascinating to see how that Sixers team lines up, how they go this season. I mean, we know that they've lost... They've missed out on finals the last two years, which is just kind of crazy considering the lineup that they have. And now that we add Sophie Eccleston to that mix and Susie Bates, I think, honestly, they can't miss, can they? Like, they can't miss out on the finals this year. Look, hopefully not. And with Charlotte Edwards coming on as coach, yeah. she's got such a strong record at the Southern Vipers, Southern Brave um, teams over in England. So hopefully she can actually bring that side together and, and get them to gel. Yeah, it's going to be really fascinating to watch that unfold. Um, the player that I'm, the new player that I'm excited to see in action is Alice Capsey. Um, I've never, I've never actually watched her play, like a, never really watched her, but I feel like there's just been so much chat about her. She's only like 17 or something, already got, uh, already played for England, like made 50 on debut or something. I think, yeah, it's going to be, Awesome to see her playing for the stars and see what she can do. I mean, yeah, watching the her play in the Com Games, particularly that game mm-hmm. against South Africa where she hit the fifty. Yeah, like she's seventeen years old and yeah. she's coming out and just smoking some of the best bowlers in the world. Yeah. Like you can't buy that kind of confidence. She's really mature, and I think she's going to be like so important for the stars, yeah. particularly if they don't have Meg and yeah. really need some batters to step up. Yeah, I think it'll be also it's going to be exciting to see like how she lines up against some of Australia's best, like, young teenage players. Like, um, just, yeah, it's going to be exciting to compare them all and see how they're all, all tracking. Um, the other, we had a very sad piece of news come through this week as well, and that was that Rachel Haynes, um, one of the greats, is retiring from international and WNCL uh, effective immediately. We're going to be lucky enough to see her in one more WBBL season with the Thunder, so that we're going to have to enjoy every minute of that. Um, so yeah, it was it's sad to see Rachel go. She was an unbelievable player for so many years. Um, LJ, do you have a favourite Rachel Haynes moment from over the years? Yeah, I think a lot of people would say this, but that inning she played over at the Wacker during the T Twenty World Cup with Meg against Sri Lanka. Yeah. I right, get three for ten. That World Cup would have been over if those two hadn't pulled Australia out of that hole. And it was just classic Rach. You know, it wasn't her prettiest innings, but it was just probably one of the most rewarding for her. So important and just really showed the spirit with with which she played. 
Totally. Oh, I feel like I remember that so clearly, like three for ten being like, oh, my God. <laughs> Forget the MCG. Yeah. <laughs> Not getting yeah. out of the group. Exactly, exactly. Um, I think my favourite Rachel Haynes moment was in 2019. Um, I was in Brisbane at Allen Border Field when Rachel Haynes um, it was quite. It was crazy that it was her first ODI hundred, um, but it was great to be there and see her see her race the bat for triple figures. I think probably the mo- the thing that stood out was like how excited all Rachel's teammates were for her to see her tick off that milestone. Like I think they just they all have so much respect for Rachel's as a leader, and I think they all were just absolutely pumped to see her um, tick off that milestone. And then yeah, another good, it was a good that World Cup hundred as well. Um, yeah, that was and, amazing. That was a goodie. That <laughs> was. <laughs> there are a lot of good ones. There are a lot of good ones. So, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely miss Rach. Like, she's just one of the greats, um, underrated underrated cricketer and really massive part of that team. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the next um, couple of years and in the short term. Like, we know Meg's um, taking some time away from the game. So with the T20 World Cup coming up in, in February, um, it's going to be really interesting to see. We know Shelley, Shelley Mitchie has just been announced as um, she's got the job as head coach, but it's going to be interesting to see who's going to step up to be the captain of that team for the T20 World Cup. Yeah, so, you know, we don't we don't know what's happening with Meg yet. She might be back. She might not be. She might be back but not be captain. Yeah. So there's going to be, I think, the the decision Meg makes is going to be really um, – play a big part in that who it's going to play a really big part in who takes over as captain. If we're talking short term, there's some senior players in that team who could step up like Elisa Healy. Mm-hmm. But if they're looking for a, a long-term replacement, then there's a, another cropper of younger players like Talia McGrath, Sophie yeah. Molyneux, few, few options in there. Yeah. So it's going to be very interesting to see how that plays out in the, the next few months. It is going to be very interesting. I feel like we've had so much stability in this team. <laughs> For the last like however many months like it's quite interesting it's like quite it's just going to be interesting to see how Shelley like helps the team evolve and what direction the team goes in so yeah it's, it's all gonna be an interesting couple of months and the other question is with the t20 world cup coming up Rach usually plays in that middle order who, who can we see stepping up in her absence do we see some new faces in the squad yeah, it's gonna. That's gonna be super interesting too. Um, I think the WBBL is gonna be a huge opportunity for people to put their hands up. Yeah. Um, someone who's been in the squad and was good in the hundred is Elise Perry. Yeah. But do they do they look to someone a bit younger and you know you've got to keep refreshing the team and bringing in new talent as well. So it's gonna be a huge opportunity for a few others this WBBL to prove that they could take that number five ish spot that that Rach had for so long. Yeah, definitely. It's always exciting with, with the T Twenty World Cup on the horizon and WBBL leading straight into it. it means there's there's spots up spots up for grabs and yeah, there's plenty of young players, young talented players out there who are, are very eager to get their hands on that spot. So it's going to be a cracker of a tournament. We're pumped. We're pumped for the season to get underway. But for now. Uh, enjoyed listening to a very fun chat with Victorian captain Sophie Molyneux. Sophie Molyneux, great to see you. Thank you for having, thank you for coming on the scoop. Thank you for taking the time out. Firstly, spend a bit of time out of the game. Like I haven't seen you for ages. How are you going? Good hey guys. Thanks for having me. It's been a while. Um, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, a bit of time out. Um, 
I think that's part of the parcel of playing sport, getting injured. Um, yeah. Didn't really plan for it to be that long and, and miss that much cricket. But, um, yeah, it's nice to be back, I think, going over to England and, and playing in the 100 in a really great comp. Um, yeah, it's just nice to be running around again and getting ready for a, a big summer. Very good. And before we crack into too much cricket chat, might just <laughs> a couple of fun ones to just see what's been going on in your world. So we know you've been over in the 100 um, and then you were lucky enough to sneak in a bit of a Euro trip afterwards. How was it? What was the highlight of that trip? Yeah, snuck in a little Euro vacay. Um, wasn't my usual Kentucky, but <laughs> um, no, we, we sort of went over and did a bit of Croatia. Um, we had that week there where we were sort of expecting to play finals with yeah. Birmingham Phoenix. Um, didn't quite get there, so we had three or four days up our sleeve. So a few of the, the Phoenix girls um, made some great friends over in the Rovnik. Um, yeah, spent a bit of time on the beach there, nice weather, <laughs> so can't complain, and then met up with um, Annabelle Sutherland and Georgia Wareham, um, who made the trip over to uh, yeah Europe, which is great. Amazing. I'll get Goals, <laughs> yeah, can't complain. <laughs> and after some recommendations, what is the TV show you're watching at the moment? Oh, TV show. Um, a lot on The Queen. I'm not sure there's oh, necessarily yeah. um, any shows, but yeah. I do love The Morning Show. I'm a little bit of an old soul with that stuff. I'd turn Carl and Ali on. Okay, Ch- so Ch- not Ch- the, actual, like, the actual, like, um, the fiction TV show, like the actual morning show. The morning show, yeah, the yeah. news. Um, yeah, okay. That's a bit of a ritual of mine. Um, <laughs> in terms of <laughs> In terms of the evenings, um, yeah, I haven't really gotten into anything just yet coming yeah. back home, but um, I do love MasterChef. So. Okay. Did you watch the funeral last night? I did watch the funeral. Yeah. Um, there was a few Enjoy tears. It? A few oh, tears, okay. yeah, it was really sad. Yeah. Um, but knowing that I suppose the Queen had a bit of a say in, in what was happening, um, yeah. it always gives you sort of some sort of yeah. happiness. But, yeah, it was very sad. It they did it really like, well, though. Yeah. Everything was perfect. Yeah, it's very nice. Um, song, any songs that you've been listening to, albums you've had on repeat? Um, I've got one song that's just like within, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, repeat five times on my walk to Junction every day at the yeah. moment sort of thing. Um, it's called Settle On Back by Jimmy Allen, the country music. Okay. Um, so <laughs> you're not going to know it. but no. um, Jimmy Allen. Jimmy right. Allen, yeah. yeah. We'll, have to, we'll have to have a listen. Yeah. Have song here. Yeah. <laughs> you might have to have a little bit of an example there. And what was the last meal you cooked? Last meal I cooked? Well, last night had a salmon stir fry, um, mm-hmm. which was pretty nice. Yeah, Good a bit salty, put a bit too much um, yeah. soy sauce in it. So would next go, time, would you go again? I'd go again, but just yeah, stop the old Sweet. shaky finger on the soy sauce. I think. <laughs> and what is your current Uber rating? And what do you think that would say about you? Um, you know, you I can, can imagine it's going up with age (laughs) (laughs) I think it's around I I did check it overseas because I was traveling around as a cricketer um with Birmingham so I sort of had to (laughs) double check before doing that but I think it's about 4.7 so and I think it's on its way up from yeah yeah, I suppose when it was exactly (laughs) exactly and are you on TikTok well funny story about TikTok I used it about three or four years ago um, oh. But I thought you started TikTok. Well, I didn't start it. I used it because I only thought it was like a a filter, like an app yeah. to be able to filter your videos. Yeah. So I didn't know that it was going onto <laughs> the World Wide Web, um, <laughs> and I completely forgot about it. That's and crazy. then a few of the young girls 
found it, and I don't know how they found it because my name is like user S19725, <laughs> and then found me <laughs> on TikTok. So, um, yeah, I'm, I haven't got an actual account, but did use it about three years ago. Crazy. I didn't even know TikTok existed three years ago. Yeah. Was, I, it, was there much to scroll through? Just, well, I wasn't scrolling. Around. I honestly just thought it was like a way of being able to... It's a video editing app. I was videoing myself singing a song <laughs> and had all these like, yeah, animations <laughs> around it. So, um, yeah. Do you, like, are you going to, do you reckon you can ever see yourself becoming more active on TikTok? No. No chance? No, no absolutely not. No? No, <laughs> really, not no I can't keep up, honestly. Uh, they have their fun and I laugh along with it, but yeah. I definitely can't create content, <laughs> that's for sure. And so onto a bit of cricket chat. Um, you had a bit of time away from cricket with injury, came back in the 100. How was that experience? Yeah, it was, um, it was a super super competition and, and I absolutely loved um, going over there and firstly playing cricket and then, yeah, the comp itself was was amazing. I think that the format was really enjoyable and, I th- yeah, sort of landed in a pretty um, pretty good team with Soph Devine and Pez as your um, other internationals and just the locals there were, were really lovely as well. Mm. Um, so I was able to learn a lot throughout that that 24 days was pretty short, sharp and punchy. But, um, yeah, just to be running around out there. My mum and dad come over. Um, That was their first big trip. So it was a big deal for them to get over there. And um, it was really special, that sort of first game coming back. um, They were in the crowd and I could sort of see them in Cardiff. So, um, yeah, it was sort of really special to be able to get out there and play cricket again and um, had a lot of fun. Did they get along to most games? Like, did they yeah. follow you around? Yeah, they did. They got um, they got halfway through the comp and yeah. then had their, their flight home, so they were spewing because we had a Lord's game two days oh, after. Yeah. But And Dad's a bit of a cricket tragic yeah. and he was collecting all the um, the beer cups at all the, the county grounds. <laughs> so so um, he wanted me to get a couple at Lord's, but I couldn't get my hands on them, obviously, because oh. I was playing, not drinking beer. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, anyway, nice. it was good to have him over there. And so how was, like, that competition? Like, was it? Looks like they've got huge crowds over there, like looks completely buzzing. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, it was like, it was as you said, it was really buzzing. I think mm. everyone got really excited. It's the back end of their summer. Yeah. Um, so it was like the the big party to, to finish off their, their big summer. Um, yeah, crowds were, were huge. I think Edge Baston mm. capacity was around 16,000 and we had 15,500 like Beautiful. before our first ball. So like we haven't wow. sort of played in front of crowds yeah. like that at a domestic level for a while so um and they're a different sort of crowd too they really <laughs> they really engage and respect the game of cricket um yeah, we sort of noticed but they also drink a few tins and sit yeah. in the sun all day so they, they end up very very loud by <laughs> the end of it so um no the comp was brilliant even just the format um yeah. something different it was really quick sort of didn't have a chance to take a breath um mm. which isn't the worst thing yeah um but yeah absolutely loved it main differences WBBL. Um, I think the biggest thing that I needed to adjust to was just the the pace of the game. Even T Twenty cricket felt slow yeah, compared okay. to this. I think it was the back to back overs from the one end yeah. um, that made things really quick. You weren't running between the wickets and yeah. and changing fielding positions. It was just the um, bang straight onto the next over, and okay. then even just the strategy behind following those back to back fives and everything like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just an adjustment for the captains. Like that's like basically a whole new like thing that they have to organise. Yeah, well, like 
Soph Devine and yeah. Benny Sawyer, our coach, mm. um, both weren't involved in the first hundred. So yeah. they got there and they put a message out in the group saying, anyone got any tips? Like, <laughs> um, <laughs> So it was we're sort of learning on the run, I think, because yeah. we're only two years into yeah. a competition like that. I think that's going to continue to be the way for the next little bit. But um, as you can see in T20 cricket, there's trends in, in everything and yeah. spin bowlers dominate one year and pace yeah. bowlers dominate the next. So, mm. um yeah, you sort of have to keep adjusting on the run. Yeah, and you were playing alongside some players who we all know very well from the WBBL, like you mentioned Soph Devine, Izzy Wong, Amy Jones. What was it like getting to know some of those girls better? Yeah, it was great. I think that's the beauty of being, you know, in a really lucky position to be able to go and, and play in competitions like that and play with a, a wide variety of people um, and some, yeah, just some super cricketers and, and great people and get to know them. And, um, yeah, playing against those girls, you're always um, sort of a bucket list item for me to play with Soph Divine yeah. one day. So it was really cool to, to be able to play with her. Um, she's uh, She was super leading the team, um, yeah. completely like the most selfless player I've ever played with, mm-hmm. I think, just did everything. Um to get the the team up and about and um so she was awesome and yeah Izzy Wong trained really yeah she's she, good trainer um bowls ball quick just loves yeah. the game loves the media loves everything about it like she's yeah. um just young and and yeah super competitive and everything and and even Jonesy just her composure behind the stumps was yeah. was good to be playing on her side rather than against her so I think yeah that's just the beauty of being able to, to do it and get to know these girls better and so divine, I feel like there's a reason why everyone loves her. Like she's one of the fan favorites basically everywhere she goes. Like you can't not like her. What's she like? Is she different like as a captain off the field? Like what does she sort of bring to a team as a captain? Yeah, a whole lot of energy. Yeah. Um, yeah, so a, she's also a really big uh, big thinker as well of the mm. game and um, I think she really prides herself on the connection she has with her teammates and mm. um, I think – as a bit of a young captain, it's been a really great experience yeah. just to be able to sit back and watch how she, you know, speaks to everyone in, mm-hmm. in the squad and um, and make sure, you know, everyone's in a good place. And, um, yeah, I, as I said before, she she literally just puts everyone first yeah. um, and puts her, <laughs> herself right, right at the back. Um, even just like if she's not training, she's running around filling up people's drink bottles, yeah. stuff like oh, that, yeah. that. Yeah, I just haven't seen that um, before so yeah it was just good to get some insights and um yeah just to get to know her fun bowling to her in the nets Nah, she absolutely <laughs> she gets bored in the nets i feel like um okay. yeah by the end of the comp the the pitches were a bit tired yeah. in the nets so most like bowling spin was pretty enjoyable other yeah. than bowling to Soph, she would get bored and <laughs> She ended yeah. up, yeah, I don't know. She ended up halfway down the wicket, fully sprawled, <laughs> fully sprawled out horizontally, right. and had still been able to hit me over my head six. Like, um, just what you yeah, <laughs> exactly. The confidence. Yeah, it is. It is. I honestly just felt like I was killing time for her. To be honest, <laughs> she was bored. Yeah. <laughs> and so we don't want to make you live, relive too much of your rehabbing, but it was a fair chunk of time you had out of the game. How did you handle that, that period on the sidelines? Um, yeah, look, it was – obviously I had its moments there where um, it was a bit challenging, you know, probably sitting down um, and watching a lot of cricket and, mm-hmm. and watching the Aussie girls do well. The, I think the initial feeling of that is, like, you're really proud and you're really happy yeah. and you know what's gone into it. Um, and then that that feeling, I think I've said it a couple of times, but that feeling of turning the TV off to, a, um, to silence and then sitting mm-hmm. with your own thoughts and yeah. – um, 
yeah, I suppose it's just a part of my journey and um, I think I've learnt a lot from it. Um, mm-hmm. I've had some incredibly, you know, supportive people in my corner. Um, yeah, just the, the, the medical staff um, have been incredible just to be able to, you know, put these sessions and, and days together that, you know, have kept kept us pretty yeah. fresh and, and excited and, um, yeah, I think it's just been a really um, a big learning experience for me and when I look back I'm probably going to be a bit grateful for that period of time just to be able to get my body right and understand yeah. what what works what doesn't um it's obviously a, a learning process that I'll go through until I, I stop playing but um yeah. yeah I think it was yeah a really valuable time in that sense did you sort of um take much time to do things outside of cricket and outside of rehabbing mm-hmm. to just sort of Maybe live a bit of a normal life. Yeah, I think, well, you sort of need to, especially yeah. on long-term injuries. Um, and, yeah, it's sort of crossed over with, with the off-season. So, you yeah. know, you see other girls, like, going away on holidays and, and putting the tools up and stuff like that where yeah. um, you sort of can't do that, which yeah. makes it even more important for those, you know, those hours of the day when you're not in um, rehabbing to, to make sure you're doing things that you really enjoy. And yeah. um, it's sort of nice just to be able to, put my two feet on the ground and in Melbourne for a little bit and just yeah. to work out what I really am going to enjoy. Um, and that was like even little things like going out in the garden and um, really? doing that, getting back, stuck back into uni. Um, yeah. I don't know how, but I ended up volunteering at this bloody um, farm. There's a farm in Melbourne, believe it or not. There's this yeah. like five-acre farm that grows vegetables. Um, and yeah. I think the average age of the farmers are probably 85, and that's me <laughs> bringing it down. Um, so yeah. ended up finding my, it was out near Moorabbin somewhere. Um, right. I don't know how I did it, but it was obviously a bit of late-night Googling and um, come across it and got the email that, yeah, You've made it. You, you can come in and and it really shocked me because I got there the first day and it was smoker and everyone was sitting down and um, everyone brings in cakes and scones and, and talks about, yeah, so it was, yeah, that was a little period of time there where I really sort of got to see another side of um, the city, I suppose. But, yeah, it was it was interesting. It was what, fun. What were you doing? Harvesting crops? Oh, I'll tell you what, the amount of leeks that I had to cut up. Um, <laughs> And then did they like send them off to markets and stuff? Nah, they send them off to another company. Um, okay. It's called Fair Share. So they yeah. okay. they grow all their, their fruits and veggies in Melbourne, send I it know. off to a kitchen in Abbotsford and they cook it up, freeze it and send it out to country towns um, for, for the less fortunate. So it was just interesting getting to know a lot of people there. Yeah. and um, They would have loved you. Well, I think they got a little bit interested. Um, it's probably someone under the age of sixty there, just to to help me. I ended up doing. No, no, they didn't know that. That's for sure. I kept okay. that pretty quiet. Um, yeah. We started pretty early mornings in the middle of winter, and I had every single jacket and jumper on. I just got so much shit from everyone because they were all in like singlets and. Um, but yeah, it was an experience. Incredible, and um, you obviously spent a fair bit of time uh, with Wolf doing rehab and that obviously neither of you want to be in that position but did it help having someone there to to go through that process with yeah absolutely I think um like Wolfie's actually a quiet achiever and I've um played a lot of cricket with her and um I've got a a really good connection with Wolf I think Mm. both from the country um similar age yeah played 10, 15 years career with her already so we've never really been in that situation I think when things weren't going the way we would have had a plan, I suppose, and we were probably lucky that it both um, worked out that we are doing it at the same time together. Yeah, um, yeah exactly. We are going in, um, naturally going in different waves and um, 
being able to bring each other up and motivate each other has been, you know, probably one of the bigger highlights over the last 10, 12 months. And, um, yeah, Wolf's still on that sort of journey to get back, but yeah. um, oh, she's stronger than ever. I haven't seen her. Um, she's on, she was on one leg and she was still beating records in the gym. So, um, <laughs> yeah, her season's going to start a little bit later to, yeah. to us, but I, I just can't wait to be able to see her running out there and, and running out there alongside her. Totally. She, yeah, she's going along okay. Yeah, she's going well. Yeah. She's going well. She um she puts on muscle really quick, so I think that really helps the um yeah. the ACL. But no, nah, okay. she's yeah. going really well. She's um I think she's yeah, changing direction and stuff now. So nice. um yeah, everything's going to plan and yeah, she I think she's in it for the long run and she's making sure that she's ticking every box and yeah. being super diligent. Oh, that's good to hear. And okay, bit of an interlude here. Um, the segment we came up with last night. So we want you to step us through your dream day and like it doesn't have to be remotely Ooh. realistic. Like okay. so like if you like literally are gonna have the best day of your life. Oh wow. What's like how's it gonna like how's it gonna pan out like from the start to finish? Okay. Like you wake up, what are you gonna do like first thing on your dream day? Dream day. Yeah. Okay. Best I think I have one pretty close to the uh, like the ideal. Okay. My hundred percent dream day. In, yeah. yeah. We're in the south of Italy about two weeks ago. Really <laughs> it's a good start. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Belzy Wolf Pez and I. Yeah. Sort of got up early. Um, all met at a, a bus and then got this random bus. Belzy organised this. Our travel agent. Yeah. Um, Went up to a little town, I can't remember what it's called, um, near Amalfi, and okay. just hiked. We yeah. hiked for about five, six hours. Um, yeah. You would have asked me that before and if I liked walking. I Like I don't mind it, mm. but like hiking is pretty boring. Mm. Um, oh. Never really done too much hiking, yeah. but this is incredible. We're walking yeah. um, along the coast, but we had a local tour guide who had grown up on that Amalfi yeah. coast for 50-odd years and we were stopping every 10 minutes and he was talking about the the local, like, literally right there, like, there was this bush of, like, wild oregano that would yeah. go for, fucking, like, who knows, over here, like, <laughs> 200 bucks a pound. Like, it's Let's just, go. yeah, yep. So, anyway, we're doing, like, this tasting tour pretty much on Average. the hiking and then he ended up, and we ended up in this restaurant and they brought out champagne, wine and oh. pasta and we're like, oh. This is incredible. We did not pay for this, but like, um, yeah. So that was that's right up there. Um, yeah, so it, it involves a bit of exercise, food, wine, and <laughs> and good mates. Yeah. That's, that's, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I think this was fresh in mind too. It was yeah one of the most spectacular days on yeah. on holiday. That's for sure. All right. So quickly back to the cricket. WNCL is starting this week. What what are your <laughs> so soon? How are you feeling about the season? Yeah, really really excited. Um, I think like coming back from you know the UK and and just seeing a bit of a you know change in the way the girls are the Victorian girls um, are going about it. Like they've mm. played eight games now. We've had a great run of practice matches. Yeah. Everyone's really pumped and and ready to get out there and play. And um, yeah, I think we've had a pretty solid pre-season um, and I'm just really looking forward to seeing, you know, a few of the younger girls um, getting out there and playing cricket. I think it's an extended 12-game yeah. season now. So um, we've sort of been asking that for a long time just yeah. to play more cricket and I think, you know, 12 games of, 
of WNCL, 14 games of Big Bash, throwing yeah. some Premier Cricket. Um, yeah. yeah. Well it's really it's, – it's great, like, considering how hard these girls train and, um, you know, there's – there's eight months of training and we used to play six games of cricket and yeah. it was pretty cutthroat. Yeah. Like if we, we stuffed it up one or two games, then that's it, like yeah. season over. So, um, no, I just think we're really moving forward as a state um, and it's just great to be involved and to, to watch and, and be a part of. And obviously yourself named Victorian captain. Got a nice ring to it. Are you sort of <laughs> finding your feet in the role already? Um, yeah. Uh, it's been It's been really enjoyable, yeah. I think. We've got a, a great group of, of players who are um, super keen just to, to keep learning and, yeah. and growing together as a team. I think after having a, a couple of quieter years um, yeah. and not being, you know, too high up the ladder and stuff like that, we were able just to sort of stop and, and ask um, each other what we really wanted as a group. And yeah. um, it was really positive that everyone was quite hungry for a bit of success and um, just to keep learning. So... Um, we've got a few young girls that are, are itching at the bits just to be able to go out there and, and, and play just because they've been training so hard. Yeah. And it's been what, like their first pre-season for about yeah. three or four of these girls. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just pumped to be able to do it on the weekend. Nice. Have you sort of thought about um, like what kind of leader you want to be and the, the culture you kind of want to create for this young group of Vicks? Um, yeah, a little bit, I think. Um, I think I just want to be true to um, myself and, and I just would love the girls to be able to be able to be themselves in, in this yeah. environment. And um, I think, yeah, I would like to always be like that and, and create that sort of vibe around a, a group that they can be themselves. Um, at the same time, we're all in the, the same same sort of path in terms mm-hmm. of what we want for the team and, and that's, that's success on and off the field and... Um, to keep moving forward as a, as a team, um, as teammates and as people, I think. And, yeah, we've got a strong group of leaders as well that, you know, sort of around me with, you know, you've got Nicole Fulton who's, who's done a lot of work in that space with yeah. the girls and um, throwing some some senior players like Pez, mm-hmm. um, which her experience and calmness is invaluable. Um, I think, yeah, it's just it's got a really nice feel to it. I just hope that the girls are enjoying walking into Junction Oval every day and, um, yeah, got a smile on their faces. And, you, yeah, you sort of stepped into the role that was Meg's for a long time. What sort of influence did she have over this group and did you take some inspiration from her leadership? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, like Meg's been the captain here for, mm. for a long time and she started when she was really young. So yeah. her... Sort of mark on this team, um, it's really obvious. And she's she's also, like, captained a whole heap of different people from different eras and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, going back to when I first started and you got the, the likes of, um, like, Molly was still here and, you know, Brianna Binch, um, Sarah Elliott was still here, Kelly yeah. Appleby, and then fast forward now and you've got, you know, Tessie Flintoff. And, yeah. and for her, I think, like, I just have so much admiration that she's been able to do it for such a long period of time and captain very different ends of the spectrum in terms of um, ages, mm-hmm. um, you know, just eras of, of cricket. Um, she's been able to do that and, and get the most out of those teams that she's been captaining. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been amazing to be a part and I've definitely, um, yeah, we're not. I suppose we're not going to be the same captain. We're yeah. two different people, um, yeah. two different upbringings, and and everything. But um, yeah, I just think that like a lot of her, a lot of her ways of doing things is um, pretty invaluable. Being able to watch. Totally. And I feel like only recently we've kind of stepped back and thought, Meg has been doing this for so long. Like she's been 
Captain Australia since she was 21. Like, it's kind of crazy to think that she's been doing this for so long. And yeah, I just really hope she is. She's just living the best life at the moment. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> and like, so you mentioned a couple of the younger girls who had their first preseason. How's it all been? Hanging out with the, the youngins in the preseason, everyone's just ready to go. Yeah, they are. I, to be honest, I feel old now, which is um, <laughs> I'm 24. That's so like old. I know, <laughs> I know. But these girls, when they come in with their TikTok dances and everything, <laughs> just not with the times. So maybe I just need to spend a bit more time on TikTok to be fair, but just to be able to relate. But no, <laughs> um, probably will. <laughs> um, no, it's been great. I'd like a few names come to mind, like Ella Haywood. Yeah. Um, it's been her first real crack at a preseason. Okay. Um, she's extremely talented and, yeah. and crafty with the ball already. She's got she's a cricketer, like she knows the yeah. game. Um, so for for her to have you know a six month preseason under her belt, like she should go into the season really confident. And I'm really like pumped for her and um, Tessie Flintoff. Um, yeah. obviously being in and about that Australian A stuff. But, um, yeah, I just think, like, she's had a she had a great crack. She sort of walked into day one of off-season, not even pre-season, and Wolf and I were rehabbing and um, our S&C, Jono, was there and she she walked in and Jono was like, what are you doing, mate? And she's like, I want to get big. So <laughs> I want to get big and strong. So, t- so Tessie's, um, yeah, she, yeah she's, she's, um, she's an incredible athlete and I she's know. just like, yeah, she's ready to go. And I'm yeah. just, I'm just so excited to see these girls be able to play some cricket. Yeah. It looks like you guys have been having a bit of fun over pre-season two. I think it's on socials and dress up days and stuff. Does that stuff sort of keep spirits up a bit during a, a long, cold winter? Yeah, I think so. you got to sort of change things up every mm. now and then. I think, um, yeah, especially down here in Melbourne, like yeah. it's it's nine degrees and, and pretty wet most days. So if the sun <laughs> comes out, the uh, any excuse to put our footy, footy colours on and, and tackle each other and <laughs> get dirty. Um, yeah, I think our coach, Jared, he's, he's really good at having that. Um, he's got that fun side to him. Yeah. But, he, he really enjoys that. So he brings that element of, of, I suppose, just breaking things up a little bit. And, um, yeah, the girls have really enjoyed those, I think it's Friday afternoon when they get out there and yeah. do something different. There's been a bit of table tennis over at MSAC. Um, I don't know what else has been going on. A bit of footy. Yeah. A bit of softball. I'm sure baseball there's baseball in it. Joffa yeah. is a baseball. I'm not sure if okay. you mentioned that. He, he loves his baseball. So yeah. I, I think the girls... Um, I've done a little bit of that as well, so just to break it up. Yeah, keeping things interesting. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. And now our next um, random segment is uh, Would You Rather, and this is a very random question. Okay. It's like, I don't know, it's made it up. Uh-oh. So here we go. <laughs> would you rather be stuck on a plane, like on the tarmac, like when, when the doors can't open, so the doors are broken, and you're just like in that like waiting period where everyone's like half got their heads out and like mm. wanting to get off, but the doors are broken so you can't. So would you rather be doing that for five hours? Or would you rather be forced to wear nothing but full critter kit around Melbourne for, like, the next two weeks, but you can't explain to anyone why? Pretty much wear full cricket kit around Melbourne. Like I'm always in uniform. I find like I'm always in uniform going from home to here, um, to the shops and then home. So, like, do a bit of that. I need to get better at that. Um, spare, spare change clothes. But, the um, yeah, I think tarmac one would be a nightmare. Because yeah. people are pretty agitated as soon as the the yeah. like the plane lands, they want to get off. So I feel like that um, that energy would go through the plane pretty quick, and would, I would freak out. Something shocking. For like yeah, yeah. sitting down for five it. hours would be yeah, yeah. 
we copped it for an hour coming back from Sydney last week and an hour was enough. Oh, the doors didn't open. Yeah. Oh, they weren't broken. We were just stuck on the tarmac because the plane yeah. was broken or something. That's what yeah. you want. You know, <laughs> it was fine. We got home. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and so we know you've had a bit of uh, experience in the hairdressing department, but if you had to pick a player to cut your hair for you, would you rather Grace Harris or Darcy Brown? Um, it's a great question. <laughs> Dars, um, she, well, she does wear contacts, has glasses, mm-hmm. um, which should get her eyesight up to 100% anyway, so um, yeah. that shouldn't be a factor. Is the eyesight the, what you're Well, <laughs> maybe, maybe it's more the chat. Maybe <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I go from a chat perspective. Um, yeah. I think I'd have to get a quick trim from Grace. Yeah. If, I need a, if I need a colour, maybe I go to Dars. Um, she yeah. might just like get in the zone and kind of be in her own world. Yeah, maybe. yeah, maybe. Maybe it's a beer on arrival sort of thing with Dars <laughs> and then a quick trim with yeah. with um, Harry. All right, we'll see, we'll see if we have it. <laughs> Hopefully not yet. No more quarantines where teammates are needed to cut. Yeah, teammates. yeah. All right, we'll, we'll finish up with some, some cricket chat. We won't keep you for too much longer, but obviously – WBBL, how are you feeling about the gains this year? You guys had a cracker of the season last year, probably exceeded a lot of people's expectations. Like, you were awesome. How are you feeling about WBBL of eight? Yeah, really positive. Um, we've been able to retain a, a big bunch of that core group. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's great that, you know, the, the likes of Courtney Webb and, and Josie Dooley um, being able to get Sarah Coit's experience yeah. in, I think that's always going to help. Um, yeah, especially with T20 career, I think the more experience you can pack out into that field the better um and yeah add, add a few pretty handy internationals in um Hayley Matthews, Harman mm. Preet and Shabby Ismail um yeah I think we're from a list perspective we're, we're sort of really happy and um yeah as T20 career goes you know you can be flying one yeah. game and um you might you can't win a, you can't work out a way to win a game next but mm. I think um we just gotta be really positive and um I think it's just nice to be able to know that we're going to come here and play back at City Power, totally. back at in front of our fans and and, and families and everything yeah. in, in Ballarat as well. So um, little things like that makes us just super excited just to, to get stuck in you again. It's been ages since we've had WBBL in Melbourne. Like, Over a thousand long. days, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. So. Bring it on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really yeah. As you mentioned, Harman Preet's coming back, player of the tournament last year. How good is having her in the team and what's it been like getting to know her? Yeah, she's been awesome. She was awesome for us last year and um, pumped that we can get her back again this year. She, She's just a class cricketer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, some of those cricket shots she plays yeah. over cover, um, even that big heave-ho over cow, it's just classy. Like not too many people can yeah. hit a six over cow and it look as classy as what Harmon Preet does. So, um yeah, yeah. So, but she's like super competitive, fiery, and um, really wore her heart on her sleeve last year for the mm. Renegades. And that's all you can sort of ask for, I think, yeah. from an international perspective, is for them to come in and um, really buy into what you want to do as a team. And, and she did that. And she actually really led that from yeah. the front. You know, a lot of the younger girls are able to tap into her experience. And um, to get her back this year, I think it's a bit of a peace of mind for me, too, because she was really good at and handy out there on the field from a captain's perspective. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, to get her back is is brilliant. Right. And have you had much to do with Hayley, who on or off the field? No, not heaps. Yeah. Um, J- 
just the couple of WhatsApp messages yeah. and um, have a safe flight sort of thing yeah. and see you soon. Um, but I reckon, yeah, I think things will take care of itself there. She's she's obviously class as well. So um, captain of West Indies again, so it's another international yeah. captain and um, just another person that, you know, our girls can, we can really learn off. Totally. And I think you played with Shabnin way back in WBDL01. Any standout memories from that? Oh, dear. A while ago? <laughs> back in the day, yeah. Um, I think I was about 16 and Shabby come over and I think I was tall. I'm not very tall, but I was taller there. <laughs> that was one thing. And um, I could not believe the first ball she sent down, yeah. how quick it was. Yeah. Um, and then obviously, you know, fast forward six years and um, to get her back, it's 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 great. Like yeah. we've... We probably missed a little bit of that last year, just mm. a senior head um, leading yeah. the, the pace attack. And um, I think for players like Ali Falconer and, mm. um, yeah, to have Shabby around, I think she's going to have, like, a massive sort of impact on those girls, which is, yeah, the whole idea of getting some really big experienced players into your setup. Beautiful. Well, so thank you very much for joining us here on The Scoop in our beautiful little setup. It's been great to look at Junction Oval. We can't wait to see you guys back playing cricket out here. It's yeah, what a view. Yeah, Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thanks for having me. He leaves away. Australia away. Sit back and enjoy the stroke play of Meg Lanning. This is excellent batting by Ash Gardner. Jonathan strikes again. She's on a hat trick. She comes at Molyneux. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.